I'm Aria Schwartz along with Ben Dole, and welcome to the Windsider Show where it's all about the W. Free agency news is starting to blow up. Not going to waste any time. Let's hop in and discuss. our show, please consider joining our Patreon community, patreon.com backslash windsider. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. And don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content at windsider.com. That's windsider.com. While you're there, check out our overseas tracker. It's live now. You can see where your favorite WNBA players are playing overseas all in one place. And also make sure to check out our free agency tracker. You can keep track of all the movement going on during free agency, uh, you know, curated by the one, the only, the Ben Dole. Ben, welcome to the show. Finally, some WNBA free agency news is is going. It's some big names. There's a lot to talk about. Um, first of all, how how's your psyche doing? How are your emotions doing as this news starts to break? And then and then let's dive in. Yeah, I just woke up from a nap. Did anything happen? You asked me to do a podcast right now for some reason. I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> Oh, Ben. Well, the news that you might have missed while you were napping uh, is Candace Parker, according to Ramona Shelburne of ESPN, Candace Parker has agreed or has committed to joining the Chicago Sky after 13 seasons with the LA Sparks, the face of the LA Sparks. Candace Parker, who's originally from Chicago, so she's going home in the article. You can see it on ESPN.com. Ramona references that it was just too good of an opportunity for her to pass up, for her to be able to play in front of friends and family. I honestly, gut reaction when I read that, and this wasn't script or anything, was kind of like, do you think fans are going to be in the stands, Candice? Like when I read that part, like I completely get it. And I'm not saying that after this season, she's going to be gone. Um, But that just popped into my head. Not here nor there. What's your gut reaction? Candice just wants the post game portillos, right? That's what she she brings up all the time when they go <laughs> play there. Yeah, that's what it is, and and that that won't affect her ability to get up and down the court having like a billion giant heavy deep dish pizzas. Um, let's talk about let, let let's start. There was other news that broke also. Neka Gumake, um, but we'll get to that in a moment. First, we're going to talk about the Chicago Sky side of things. Um, what does bringing Candace Parker to this team do for them? My gut reaction, I mean, you talk to me, I've been quite vocal on this. The biggest issues facing Chicago are they were one piece away. I don't know if that's an issue, but, you know, one piece away, one star player away, one go to. Um, And then the other biggest thing, honestly, was, first of all, and and I'm going to throw some shade here. I don't think Steph Dolson fits into the system properly. I think they needed a player more like Candace Parker. Um. And now they have Candace Parker, uh, supposedly or, or expectedly, or uh, however you want to put it, whatever the proper wording is. But for me, I mean, that just that completely changes the projection of their defense. Their defense was a big concern, right? This past season, um, I, I've I've looked at the numbers. I don't know if you know this, but the Chicago Sky last season shot a WNBA record uh, field goal percentage. 
which was quite quite crazy. One of their big issues was turnovers, and that's the offensive side. And I know I'm, I'm going all over the place. There's a lot to unpack here. But Candace Parker's interior defense, defending defensive player of the year, I think has got to be the first thing I think about uh, in, in the positives that it brings to the Chicago Sky team. What about you? Yeah, they were they were eighth in defense this season, ninth in defense last year, and the general barometers, you know, you want to be at least top four or close to it, you know, with always with those numbers, you know, teams might be clustered close together. So, but you want to kind of be in that ballpark. And the, the bigger picture thing is for Chicago, you just, you got to always be aggressive to try to improve your team. If you just look at the roster they had and if they just re-signed Cheyenne Parker, I don't think they were going to be good enough. And they had to be all in on this window right here because you got to re-sign all these players next off season. And if Las Vegas and Washington load it up and Seattle runs it back, they just aren't going to be good enough. If diamond to shields totally takes off, eh, maybe it's interesting, but you just, you gotta, you gotta look for a way to try to improve your, your team and Candace playing next to a, a dynamic two-way player in Azrae Stevens, who can also get much better. That's a really exciting team. DeShield, Stevens, Parker, 3-4-5 with Vandersloot and Quigley in the backcourt. That's going to be an incredibly dynamic offensive team. Oh, scary. I mean, they're going to be able to do whatever they want. I mean, they have the tools to play whatever style they want. And I think Candace Parker really complements uh, these other players well. And I'm really happy you brought up Azrae Stevens. Stevens is a player who not only do I see inklings, if you will, of Candace Parker, and I don't say that light, but also just thinking about the knowledge that Stevens can get having, you know, similar body types, having similar styles of play, whether it's completely or not completely, like, let's not get into a debate about that, but just the educational aspect of it, of, of having Candace Parker there. I mean, I think that's huge. I, I like that. That's just really freaking big. Um, and, and like now I know, you know, Wade and Candace have a close relationship. Uh, so I'm excited to see kind of where that goes. We, we're not going to get into all the reported drama between Candace and Derek Fisher, but I mean, it, all right, let's put it this way, Ben, as of today, as of January 27th, 2021, you know, a few days uh, before free agency officially picks up with this news, have the Chicago Sky become maybe not your favorite, but are they a top two or top three team to win the WNBA championship this coming season? I think it's still going to be those three teams I mentioned if they have it, but it, it's a little early. It's just too early for that. We have to see what some of these teams actually do. We have to see what Chicago's going to do. It would seem like there's going to be some more moves on the way just, just with the way they're structured salary wise, but just the, the larger point, I think acquiring Candace as opposed to largely just standing put, I think that really does elevate them. You have the element of Candace protecting the rim, which I think is an, would be an improvement over bringing back Cheyenne Parker or what Steph Dolson can do there. And in a, in a sense, I think just overall, being a better being a better presence there, but the just the offensive point of it too. You know, if you're going to beat one of these good teams, you got to score against a team that's locked in on you in the half court. We know how 
exciting. The Chicago court can already be in transition, but to have another option in the half court, you can play five out. You can have Candace hitting cutters. You can post, you can poster up, you can run stuff to attack a switch. And then Candace is just going to you know destroy any guard. If you happen to switch onto her, it just it, have, having that, having that extra option, it's just, they're going to, they're going to be a much elevated kind of threat against the best teams. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it highly elevates them. I'll say it as of now, based on the rumblings, I, I think they're a team with a target on their back, right? You know, uh, players coming back healthy, hopefully, uh, from all indications that I've seen, you know, we've seen diamond practicing, we've seen, uh, we've heard of Azure is healing up and, and things like that. So for me, it's just like, it's, it's no longer this team's narrative of being an underdog and proving something now, you know, th- this is completely shifted. And I think this is going to be an interesting aspect, um, for coach James Wade to navigate that because, you know, we can talk about they came onto the scene since he's been there and there were some high expectations for them last season. But I definitely think the narrative around this team, the motivation for this team, the handling of this team is going to be quite different uh, than we've seen in the previous years during the Wade regime. Any final thoughts on Chicago before we move on to the LA aspect of not only Candace, but Neko? Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely fair if you want to really try to size up the picture now. Maybe you make it a group of four. Obviously, moves pending with those other three teams I mentioned. Got to see what Phoenix does. Minnesota, are they making a big addition still? LA is going to have to probably be a rung down. We're going to get to them, obviously. But with the reports that Chelsea Gray's in talks to leave, that would obviously hurt them. You can't totally write off Connecticut. We'll see what what in the world actually happens. You know, we talked about the whole Alyssa Thomas thing uh, on a previous episode, but yeah, it's 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 really exciting for Chicago. I mentioned all these players hitting free agency in 2022. We'll have to wait and see to what what kind of contract Candace is getting, and if it's going to be for a that upper max, it would have to be a sign and trade. So we'll see how that works out. But the, the, they really got they're really going for it this year, and. You know, you just you hope for you hope for good health across the board so that you can actually get to the playoffs and then and then see see how how good you can be. Yeah, uh, completely agree. Um, it'll be interesting if it is a sign in trade because. Yeah, well, well, I'm not going to get into that because then, then it's we- just it's just on the player, right? It's just like if the player wants that salary and the team will give it to you, that's your only option. Yeah. Right. And if and if you're L.A., if you're going to at least get something you have a reason to cooperate. So could it be the number eight pick? You know, I don't know what it is. And, you know, Chicago doesn't have a reason to give anything up, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll just, it will, uh, we'll have to see how that, how that plays out salary wise. Yeah. And like, look, not to, you know, break any eggs or whatever the term is. I don't know. Um, But I personally, I have to assume, you know, looking at, there's discussions of Chelsea Gray moving on. Chelsea and Candace are extremely close. Candace was Chelsea's bridesmaid, were uh, or one of the bridesmaids um, for her wedding. So seeing this news come out, I, I think if you can put the pieces together, obviously nothing's set in stone. Well, because you can't sign anything till February one. But 
I think it's quite obvious what that means for Chelsea's career and LA moving forward. Let's move on to LA. Um, a perfect segue. What does this mean for LA? I mean, they had a ton of people. We, uh, you know, Owen Penns wrote an article about how the best way for LA to win is to keep these players, right? And keep the the, the star three. Uh, there's been lots of discussion of what's going to happen. Well, what do we know now? Thanks to Rachel Galligan's reporting, sources have told uh, Winsider that WNBA star Neka Agumake has signed a or has agreed, excuse me, not signed, agreed in principle to a multi, multi-year deal to return to the LA Sparks. Agumake was one of the top free agents this offseason, made her decision after taking meetings with at least two other teams, and also big respect Rachel Galligan, one of the homies. People were then going out, rightfully so, saying, well, you know, how is she negotiating? How she's talking to these other teams? Rachel follows this up with, Sources tell Winsider that Sparks GM slash head coach Derek Fisher actively encouraged NECA to have conversations with other organizations embracing a new era of player empowerment in the WNBA. That's a whole nother thing that we can impact on a, on, a, on another episode. But obviously, look, great sign that they're, as of now, it seems to be keeping one of the three. Obviously a blow that they lose Candace Parker. You know, it, what, what do you think the triage is for... LA Sparks because right now, you know, hey, I got family. I got some diehard Minnesota Lynx family who were probably feeling the exact same thing or a similar thing last season when Simone Augustus uh, news came out. She was signing with LA. Sparks fans got to be feeling some type of way hearing the face of their franchise is leaving for Chicago. Talk to me about LA. Yeah, for the Sparks, it's a bummer. I mentioned, you know, the next reporting that Chelsea Gray's in talks with Vegas. If you're losing two of your big three, that's that's completely devastating. You have Christy Tolliver under contract who didn't play last season. So there is that element in a way you could call Christy a 2021 free agent edition in a sense. But it's it's going to get tough at this point to see how they rebound and still can become a championship contender right away. There are just so many pieces on the chessboard and, you know, <laughs> with them having three of those players as free agents, LA was the team where some of those, some of that movement would have happened. So, you know, for now, I don't know, for now it's, it's a shock to the system for sure. The, just the legacy of, of Candace in LA on top of the, just what they're hoping to do immediately. It's, it's a huge blow for sure. Yeah, I I mean, hey, I I would like to think it means hopefully Maria Vidiva, Masha Vidiva is going to be coming over. Expanded role for her. Not a bad look for this team. Is is she, you know, look, I mean, a week ago we're talking about if LA can can re-sign Parker and Neca and you know, well, here I'll even put it this way. I mean, when you look at the free agent pool, the majority of the front court players that you would, you know, be more pressing to bring on to your team were on LA. So in my mind, when I hear this happens, I go, okay, how can they fill it? Now, LA has been extremely deep in their front court for years, right? You have Shanae Gumake, who is an amazing player to have coming off the bench, right? You have NECA, you had Candace. now you don't anymore. Uh, and 
you have Masha Vadiva, who is a player that we have continuously heard great things about. I've heard many player, many teams over the years have reached out to try and, and, and snag her from the LA Sparks. And the LA Sparks are basically like, good luck, good riddance. Um, what do you think the makeup of this team is? And if you're, let me, let me ask you, put on your Derek Fisher bald cap. Are you now saying we need to bring in a different starter? Or are you saying, you know, eventually we had we had to start a new era. Eventually this was going to happen that she wasn't going to be on the Sparks anymore. A player doesn't play forever. And we do have this young talent. You, you, like, what, what, where would your mindset be? Or I guess you don't even need to put on your GM cap. Tell me from your, your, your Ben Dole cap, what would you do? You're, I mean, you're not, you're not just totally rebuilding with Tolliver and NECA on the team. You're not gonna, you know, catapult to the top of the lottery and rebuild with these high lottery picks. And I don't think those, <laughs> why would the, why would those players sign on? If that's the, if that's the goal, they're just going to have to see what they can do from here. Now, after losing w- with Candace going to Chicago, as you mentioned, is Vadiva going to be a starter is, are they going to re-sign Shanae Gumake and have the, the sister act up front together? They, they've got to make a decision there. And then what are you doing on the perimeter? You've got Brittany Sykes there as a restricted free agent. Well, if two of your big, if two of your possible big salary players are out the door, that changes the dynamic where at, at first they may have worried about finding enough room for Sykes. So in a way that's, that's good news for Sykes. If she wants to stay in LA, you'd think that would, that would, free up more money for them. And, and then you have to decide with the backcourt. So you've got Tolliver. So are you pursuing a point guard? Are you going to ask Tolliver to handle the ball a lot? Because there are a, f- a few more options, you know, high rotation starter kind of options in free agency. Uh, I think that's the question you really have to ask. If you're trying to pivot quickly and look at the point guard market, Jasmine Thomas and Erica Wheeler would have to be the two, the two names that come up. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, it's interesting. And and while we're recording this, news is breaking that Kayla McBride has agreed to terms with Minnesota and she's championship ready. What is your reaction to that? Big news. Wow. How about that? <laughs> uh, McBride to Minnesota. So that two guard spot was one of the things we had kind of circled a little bit, right? That's kind of a, a fitting way for them to upgrade the team, pencil somebody in between uh, Crystal Dangerfield and Nafisa Collier. And if the, the, you know, the aces are in talks with Chelsea Gray, that, that, that obviously makes sense that Vegas is chasing somebody else. So signing Gray to a big contract and signing McBride wouldn't have really been possible for them. So good move, good move for Minnesota. You, you're getting an, uh, a big time shooter scorer has become a really solid defensive player. So that's the kind of move they needed to, to look to compete next year. And Las Vegas, you'd think the, that, uh, obviously the, the, if you're them, you would hope that, uh, this goes through with Chelsea Gray. Yeah. I agree. Uh, everything you say. I'm I'm a fan of Kayla McBride going over there. I think it's a smart move. I think she's the right type of player. I'm curious if 
they did, uh, you know, reach out or not reach out because I'm sure all these discussion happens. I'm curious how it came to be. You know, was it that she wanted out? So Vegas, I mean, but these are the, the back elements of it. But I, I'm excited. I mean, that definitely catapults Minnesota to a much better team, a scarier team. And I hope we can see a uh, arrested, a revived Kayla McBride this coming season because it's going to be an exciting one. Any final thoughts on any of these three topics? Yeah, so LA, LA, as we've been talking about, do you do you try to add a point guard plan next to Tolliver? Mention those two names there. If you did put the ball in Tolliver's hands more, could you go after Ariel Powers? Alicia Gray is a restricted free agent. Could be another interesting target there. Alicia Clark, more of a more of a your three and D wing. Benaja Laney unrestricted too. So you're looking for perimeter players. There's still a a group of names out there, right? So from LA's perspective, if you can actually land somebody, like I said, when we started on this section, you're just not going to be as good than the version had they run it back. But you're, you know, you're doing what you can now. We'll see it. We'll see if they can pivot. And far as, and we kind of touched on the front court there. Not quite as many options there, unless we have we have some of these core players moving around. Liz Cambage, Natasha Howard, Alyssa Thomas, obviously being injured in the front court. Not as many options externally. Emma Misaman, unrestricted. Tina Charles, both in Washington. Cheyenne Parker. There was the reporting with the next that she was in talks with Atlanta. So I, I think the big focus for LA has to be has to be somebody somebody on the perimeter whether it's whether it's uh they do resign Sykes or if they lo- even lost Sykes and maybe they chase two of these players. Yeah. Wise words. Well, that's all we got logging off for this episode and make sure to tune in. We'll be getting more for you.